hello, 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 and welcome back to Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and today we're going to be talking about MTV's The Challenge, Total Madness, Season 35, Episode 2, Sweet Dreams Are Made of D. I just want to sing it like how it is in the song. Sweet dreams are made of D. Who am I to disagree? All right, okay, enough singing, I'm done, not a singer. Tonight we're gonna be talking about the second challenge and how it's a team challenge because those always play out differently. The new prospect, Big T, I feel we really got to see a lot from her this episode, and so I wanna dive into her a little bit. And then, of course, the drama of all drama during this episode, D versus Jen. All right, so let's just hop right on in because I got a lot of thoughts, a lot of opinions, and a lot to discuss. They're starting off uh, with the second challenge, a group challenge. So teams of three, and I'm really excited. I love group challenges. I think that it makes a lot of times the like playing field even for certain players because obviously we know who really strong players are like some of the vets and it it's like a nice way to see them move in with the prospects and also I feel like sometimes you can really get a feel of a newcomer a new prospect a rookie in some of these group challenges. So the first part of the challenge was about them like lugging ammo crates like a mile away from each other. They had to drop them off, 15 of them for each team. And I mean, okay, let's be honest. Jordan, Wes, and Jenny, their team was stacked. There was no way they were probably gonna lose this first part of the challenge at least. They have strength, um, endurance on their side with the three people on their team. So it was just a really, really strong team. And I, we expected nothing less from them. They should have obviously gotten, if not first, second or third. So they definitely were probably going to move on. And that's fine because we love them. They're all very strong players. Some of the other teams obviously weren't so fortunate. The second like the second team after they had to go and do all the crates the top three teams then got to go in a helicopter ride I guess it's not really a helicopter ride but it is in my book so I think that is so freaking cool I want to do that challenge because it was so cool I want to be on the challenge I think probably I will not make it I know myself I'm like this tweeny little you know I barely have meat on my arms, but maybe this is like a dream one day. I can just do one challenge because I don't know if I would want to do the whole thing. So, okay, we're getting off topic, but (laughs) okay, this challenge was so, so cool. I was so insanely jealous watching. The view was beautiful from up in the chopper, and it didn't seem that hard to drop the crates from above when you're looking at the target below because it's just a big platform, right? I mean, there wasn't, and you just had a box full of powder, colorful powder. I don't understand how Jordan missed the mark on this. I think 
one, it probably made everyone very happy because Jordan is very good at a lot of things on the challenge. He's very strong. He's got a really good mental game when he's in the game. He's got this like no give up mentality and I think that takes him really far, usually. I was a little surprised by Jordan's performance in the chopper. I think he had one of the easiest jobs. You just had to spot it. And as soon as you were about to come over the target, you drop it. That blew my mind a little bit on how he wasn't getting that and how they only got two out of nine. I mean, I think that's, that's crazy, but... Also, I feel like you have to remember with the challenge and a lot of the team things and even individual little challenges that usually it's always better to go last in these things because that way you see what you have to do and you know maybe how many seconds you need or how many um, points you need. I think it's always, always an advantage for you to go last but I think they just went in order of the people that won when they were doing the crates. I don't know. I just expected a lot because that is a good vet team, Jordan, Jenny, and Wes. But I'm really excited that Fessy, Kyle, and Melissa got 7 out of 9. I think that was awesome. They proved themselves in this challenge. And that's what I love. I love to see people who... Maybe you're not normally thinking of and you're seeing them perform and it's great. And so then you're starting to think, oh, okay, the tables can definitely change because you never know. Some people are good at super random things that are on the challenge, like I guess dropping crates out of choppers and then others are good at carrying ammo crates. You never know. The challenges are crazy. But what really stole the show was Swaggy C, Corey, and D. My girl, D. Yes, girlfriend. I also am low-key happy that Swaggy C won because I feel like there's something there. I, I see him making it pretty far think he's got a good social game and especially with Bailey attached at the hip I think that those two could probably make it far so they are definitely a couple to watch out for later on in the season I think we're really gonna start to see them shine once we maybe start getting rid of some people and the group gets a little bit smaller after this challenge I basically just want to be in a chopper above the mountains. Swaggy C, Corey, and D all formed the tribunal and they had a very hard decision to make. Who are they going to throw in? Okay, so many people to decide from, right? Obviously, the, um, the worst person on that challenge was Jen. I mean, poor, poor Jen. She is beautiful, gorgeous, looks very good in a workout outfit, but girlfriend cannot lift anything. I mean, she's got no muscle on her bones, it looks like. She's very thin, toned, cute, like she probably does a lot of Pilates, you know, um, hikes a lot probably, but I'm just not seeing a lot of strength come from her. 
So she's really going to have to work on that. She's got to do some trainings, got to do get in the gym, girlfriend. If you want to come back on the challenge and actually make it a little bit farther, you got to put in some gym time and work to build those muscles up because you're carrying heavy stuff. And usually you have to have good endurance as well. Usually you have to have strength and endurance because they're usually challenging you on both. But our poor girl Jen also made the wrong mistake by, I don't know if you would say flirting, but definitely got some vibes going on between Rogan and Jen. I mean, Jen's obviously, like I said, gorgeous. She's cute. Um, She seems very nice, probably outside the challenge, but... I don't think that you should, first off, step into the house and maybe start flirting with the guy from who won the last challenge. You know, like she won the last challenge with Rogan. I just don't think that that was probably the smartest move on her part. It's never good to go in and not try and get along with the girls. I think that if you go into this challenge, you should at least befriend one girl so that you can have someone on your side vouching for you and that you're not just over here like trying to get the d in the middle of a of a competition (laughs) no pun intended i don't think it was very smart of jen i think she should have just went in there played probably a better social game i think she's very friendly and nice I just didn't see her make any alliances with anyone, probably besides Rogan, and that's just because he wanted to get in her pants. So I don't think that's a very good alliance because messing with a guy on the challenge, I feel like always bites you in the butt because first of all, the guys just want theirs and to move on. Let's be honest, okay? We're being real here. And second, they want that money. So they're not going to let you get in the way of money, especially when it's a million dollars. I don't think a guy is going to give that up for a girl he met on the competition show a week ago. And I think Rogan also knew that. He kept saying how he wanted Jen there for selfish reasons and how he just wanted to get to know her more, not specifically for the game, just so he could have probably a little sleeping buddy later on. I'm just like happy she, you know, she she did it her way, obviously, and Rogan, oh Rogan, um, I guess you're just going to have to find a new girl to be your little cuddle buddy. All right, moving on. I also wanted to talk about Fessy in the challenge because Jordan was keeping up a really good pace with Fessy and I thought Fessy did a really, really good job. Look, this guy was a D1 football player and now he's on the challenge. I think he can handle a lot of what is going to be thrown at him, especially when it has to do with endurance and strength. I don't know how he might be on puzzles yet. I'm excited to see what his mental game is at that point. I think that Fessy is going to be a really strong contender. And everyone better watch out because he came in a second place with his team, Kyle and Melissa. And honestly, I'm a little shocked about Melissa. I, you know, she's cute. And maybe just because we haven't seen a lot of her yet. 
that I was really unsure about her. But I gotta say, she surprised me in this challenge. And she's also definitely one to look out for. I feel like the quiet ones, sometimes you just don't really know how they're gonna be. But I think a lot of these rookies are really good. And I think that they're going to last for a little long, hopefully. I don't know. We'll see with this weird new purgatory elimination situation going on. I think a lot of them are performing right now. So that's really exciting to see. I also really love Big T. Okay, snowballing into Big T now because I really just want to talk about her. I think she is so darn cute. I just really loved what she said when they were in the challenge the first half of it and she was just carrying that ammo crate and I'm so proud of her. That girl was carrying a whole cape by herself. We had other people... Don't want to name names, but like Jen and others where, you know, they had to have help from another person just to carry one. So if you're carrying one crate, I already like tip my hat off to you because I don't think I could even do that. Way to go, Big T. The thing that I really love that she was saying was sometimes all it takes is the heart to win a challenge. Like it doesn't take strength. It takes you not giving up, believing in yourself, and digging in deep to pull out the win, or at least just to finish, because you think that there's no light at the end of this tunnel, but I promise you there is, and I feel like that's the whole encompass of the challenge, is basically having, I mean, having strength and all that too is 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 good, but I feel like you have to have this level of heart in you to really, really want the win for you to get that win. And I just feel like Big T encompasses the challenge and I can't wait to see how she does the rest of this season. I feel like she's gonna make it pretty far down the road. Hopefully, if no one really big takes her out, I think that Big T is gonna make it and I want to predict right now I want to see that girl in a final I think that she could do it I believe more in Big T than Bailey right now just because I don't know I'm seeing Bailey do well but I I just feel like Big T wants this like she wants this and you can just tell I loved how ready she was to throw herself in to purgatory because she wanted to go in and she wanted to get that win and she wanted to get out but honey i'm so sorry that it just didn't happen for you and honestly it's probably better because you might have been sent home just because we all knew who went in jenny and she was a beast and i'm gonna touch on that later a little bit later but i think it was a blessing in disguise for big t because she did not want to do that and believe me I wouldn't want to go in there against Jenny either. I think that's the one person I wouldn't want to go against unless maybe it was a puzzle. But even then, uh, Jenny was saying how she's been doing her puzzles on the off season. So I think Jenny is a really well-rounded competitor. So I wouldn't want to go in with her, but I'm really proud at Big T for even having the kahunas to say that you want to go in right now. I think that's great and she should keep pushing it because eventually she will get in 
and she'll just have to prove herself. I already kind of mentioned Jenny is obviously going in, but the whole way that this went down was just so interesting to me because I feel like I don't get why Dee didn't put herself in. Well, at first, okay, I get it. You didn't know that you could put yourself in since she's in the tribunal. You don't know that at first. And then later on when they get to purgatory, obviously TJ says, hey, like you can put yourself in if you want. I just felt like it was the perfect opportunity for her to go in because as we saw, Jen got voted in and oh God, I think obviously Jen deserved it. I think she is a little weak for these types of competitions and challenges. But like I said, I think if she just goes in the gym, gets her fit on, and just gains a little bit more muscle, that I think she would actually do pretty well because I feel like she has fight in her, for sure. I think that she could definitely come back and probably prove some people wrong if she just works out a little bit harder and gains that muscle. Her speech was, oh God, I feel so bad for Jen because that must have been just nerve wracking. I mean, I don't understand how, oh, just poor, poor Jen. I mean, she got manipulated by Wes and Johnny Bananas and Bear and just all those guys sitting over there telling her what to say. Oh God, that speech that they were telling her what to say. Oh, Oh my God. I, no. Jen, come on. Put two and two together, girlfriend. That's a no-no. You should always be weary of taking Johnny Bananas and Wes's advice because those are two people that always play for themselves. Usually they're not looking out for anyone else but themselves. And yes, they have said this season that they're working together and they have each other's backs but it's still an individual game at the end of the day and I wouldn't trust either of them. Jen just a little bit of advice for future challenges. I think you know maybe stay away from Johnny Bananas and Wes's advice. Stick to I mean you could have even asked Rogan and I think he would have gave you better advice than Johnny Bananas and Wes. They just wanted you to make make yourself look like a fool and they did oh girl when you said greeting earthlings ooh, that was probably one of the most awkward openings to a speech i think you got to be a little bit more confident in who you are what your abilities are and that you can kick ass basically i mean you're, you're on the challenge. You're surrounded by tough people with big personalities that have large egos. So you're in the lion's den and you got to be a lion right there with them. You cannot be a little hyena, you know, being like, oh, or, or, greetings, earthlings. But, you know, lessons learned, girl. And... She went in and the poor girl, Jen, had to go in against Jenny. So rewind, back up this a little bit because I want to talk about how Jenny got put in. First of all, super smart by Jenny. I think that that was the perfect move by her because now she's qualified to run the final and she's the only female. And she was 
the toughest female to beat probably on the challenge right now. I mean, let's just say she's a beast. She's a machine. She's the one to beat. And you basically just gave the toughest, biggest competitor a free ride. And yes, Dee, I get that. You want her in your good graces. But to me, that just didn't make sense. Especially when TJ gives you the opportunity to go in there and face Jen. And I just feel like that was such a bullcrap excuse by Dee saying that she was in her street clothes. Again, I love Dee. I think she's a great competitor. So proud of her. But I wanted more from her because I feel like she definitely could have done it. She could have. That challenge was nothing. I mean, you're just popping up little things. So, I mean, Jenny flew by. Jen was obviously having issues. Dee, I think you could have definitely taken out Jen. And I think you should have because... On the challenge, I think you should put your money where your mouth is and put put your words in into the ring. Come on. This is this is the challenge. We want to see you take out your nemesis. We want to see you take out the people who don't deserve to be there. Come on, girlfriend. I think this was your opportunity to show how much of a badass you were and You kind of let us all down. I think so. I think that that would have been a great elimination round. You definitely would have kicked her butt. And I think that was a missed opportunity. And you would have had a free ride to the end. I don't... Oh, man. I don't get that one. But Jenny ended up going in. And again, smart for Jenny. She played her cards very well. Um, pissed off Tori and Jordan. So I am kind of excited to see how they'll retaliate a little bit because Jordan doesn't let things go in the challenge. He's a very competitive and when you cross him, you cross him. So I'm excited to see what's really going to happen there. I don't really know, but you can expect probably some fireworks. Hopefully. I think so in in the next uh, episode or couple episodes because now Dee's not safe and I just feel like that wasn't a smart move because you basically probably put a huge target on your back by putting one of the toughest competitors to beat already able to run the final. So she's already probably going to get to the final and you just hope that you don't have to run it with Jenny because I wouldn't want to run it with Jenny. I think that she would handle it very well. I have a lot of thoughts about that. I just feel like Dee should have gone in there, street clothes or not, she would have crushed it. Can we also just rewind a little bit to the whole Jen and Dee argument in front of Rogan? Rogan was literally sitting two people away at the dinner table just I don't know what was he eating like pancakes what was that he had like cream and strawberries and it looked like waffles or something that he was eating and the girls are just going at it about him right in front of him it was wild to me why are you fighting over a boy first of all that 
probably is not very interested in either of you. Probably just, like I said, you know, get his and probably move on. So I felt like they should have been arguing with Rogan, not with each other. Come on, girl code. Like, what is this? You girls should get over this and... Like, this should be about Rogan and how he is trying to play the field and not being very respective to Dee or probably Jen in a situation like this because he's not having anyone's back. He's just sitting there laughing, saying that it's not his fault when he's the one who sort of is creating a lot of this drama. And I just wish that the girls would have opened their eyes a little bit and saw that, saw how Rogan was basically just getting a free ride while those two were trying to tear each other's eyes out. I think that that was just wild. I I also feel like you shouldn't mess with D. Like Jen, like I said earlier, it's not very smart to come into the competition and piss off the last person who just won the competition. I think if anything, you should be trying to get on her side, trying to make friends. As we've seen before, if you go balls to the wall coming in to the challenge, you're not going to make it very far because they don't put up with that. It's all very behind the scenes and making deals. And a lot of the things happen you know, behind closed doors. And I feel like when you're coming in and you're saying your opinions and you're saying, oh, I don't give a F about you. I don't care about how you feel about this or you should just keep your thoughts to yourself. Just just know, especially when you're making a vet mad who already has friends with a lot of people in these in this house, I just think that that's not very smart. And hopefully Jen can take that. And if And when she comes back, she can use that uh, knowledge. So she won't be pissing people off as soon as she comes in. Because that's not the move. We've seen it happen before. And people go straight back out that door. Because if you have a bunch of enemies in this house, you won't last long unless you have the ability to win purgatory, win the elimination. You're a rookie and... That was your first, and I just don't think that was the way to go about all of this. And also, I think it's interesting that Dee is getting a lot of her advice from Wes. I know they were partners last season, and um, they did do very well until Wes got out. Um, But I don't know. I think it's interesting that she's taking a lot of advice from him. Because, again, I feel like he is the type of person who plays a very individual game, even though he says he isn't. And I know he made comments earlier saying that he's alone. So, I don't know. Maybe he's changed a little bit. But, obviously, with that letter and Jen's speech uh, before she got put into purgatory... I would say that not much has changed, especially with bananas by his side. I don't think a lot is going to change for them. So I don't know. I'd be weary of Wes's advice because, again, this is an individual game down the road. I think she should take everything Wes says with a grain of salt 
and she's got to be thinking about herself and her game and what's good for her. So, I don't know. I just think that maybe she should be a little bit more weary about Wes. Yeah. Also, something that I just wanted to touch on, I wanted to talk about how a lot of these players use scare tactics usually to get into or sorry to not be in elimination right that's the goal to not be in elimination just make it to the final run the final kill it so a lot of these people like ct and ashley use scare tactics against people to not be thrown in and now it's it's you have to have allies to be thrown in because you want to be thrown in sooner so that you're not going against all of these better people towards the end when you're trying to scramble and that way you can have a better option of who you're going against so you can send them home. And I just thought it was interesting that CT had basically a mini little freak out uh, when the episode kind of began because he's realizing that he doesn't have many allies. Yes, he somehow always skates by because he can perform. He performs pretty decently, but I also feel that CT hasn't had to perform as much as a lot of the other people have. And so... I don't know. I'm excited to see CT perform a little bit more this season because he didn't do too much last season other than group challenges. And I want to see him in elimination. I want to see that CT that we all know who's just a freaking beast. I mean, I want to see him come in, guns a blazing, killing it, coming after them, sending their butts home, and there for that money for his family. So I'm just excited that everyone has to go in this season. I feel like I keep saying that, but I am because I agree with TJ so much. I feel like the past couple seasons, so many people have just been skating by on scare tactics and manipulating people and just using people as pawns so that you don't have to go in and you can just make it to the final. But I feel like as we see, those people never finish the final because they're not putting in all that hard work. And I think that it truly does take you fighting all season long to get that win. And that's why I'm so excited that D won last season because she absolutely killed it. She faced so many fears and she came out on top. And that's how I feel like these challenges should be. They should be pushing you to your limits, making you dig deep, finding something that you didn't even know that you had in yourself. And then, I don't know, I just I just feel like that is such an awesome thing to do and realize that you're so much capable of more. And I feel like we can take that into an everyday lesson of the sky really is the limit. You can push yourself and you can do whatever you want to do. And I truly, truly believe that. I, I don't think that there's nothing on this planet that you cannot do if you really set your mind to it and you put your heart 
all behind it. So I just think that that's like another great message from this show is that if you give it your all and you put in the hard work that has to be put in because you're not going to get anywhere if you don't put in that hard work. It's just basically a fact. You can skate by for a while, but eventually you're going to have to do it if you want to see like certain amounts of growth in yourself and okay and that was it so welcome to my TED talk sorry that got a little off topic but I just feel like that's such a great lesson to be learned from this show and if you maybe didn't see that before and I hope that you can take this and apply this to your own life and things that you want to do and just know that you can do whatever you want to do and as long as you put your mind to it and you dig deep and you put your whole force behind it there's no stopping you and I feel like that's happened so many times in the challenge so many times we've seen people overcome things and come out on top in challenges and eliminations even finals I mean it's crazy what you can do not only physically pushing your body, but mentally pushing yourself. And so that's just my little tidbit on, you know, something to take away, apply that to your life. And hopefully this helps, especially in the time that we're in right now. I know we're all feeling a little down But just know that this is time where you can really focus on yourself and push yourself. And um, maybe you could do something that you wouldn't normally do. And all right, moving back to the challenge now that again, for maybe the 80th time that I've said that my TED Talk is over, it is officially over now. Okay. All right, so now to wrap this all up, I'm going to be doing some predictions And so what I really want to see is I want to see someone big, like a vet, you know, go in. Like I want to see not, I mean, Jenny was big, but I'm planning on seeing hopefully Johnny Bananas in. I want to see Johnny Bananas in or CT. That's my prediction. I want to see them in. And I also am making the prediction that I sort of made earlier about Big T, I think, making it very far in this competition, for sure. And I like to do these predictions towards the end just because I feel like it gets you thinking and it's just fun to kind of examine the show and then, I don't know, try and figure out what could happen next. And um, so, yeah, those are my predictions. And I just want to say thank you guys for following along and listening to the Believe in the Challenge podcast. I'm your host, Katie Walski, and obviously you can find me um, at katiewalski underscore on Instagram, Twitter, all my social media handles. Come chat with me, talk to me about the challenge. I would love, love, love to hear what you have to say, Um, or we can obviously talk about anything else. And please follow the Believe in the Challenge podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is, you can find us on it. And tell all your friends, please like, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. And uh, I will be talking to you guys next week. Katie out.